Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Gateway brought to you by the Northern Illinois University College of Business where your future is without boundaries and our approach is to. I am joined as always with my incredible co-host Dr. Biagio Palese. Hello Biagio! Ciao a tutti! Welcome, welcome to another great episode. For this episode... The Gateway is happily going to the birds with a couple of awesome guests, Josh Zagorin and Chad the Bird. Josh was born in New Jersey, raised in Iowa, schooled in Boston, hit up L.A. for a bit but missed the cold and settled in Chicago. Josh is a commercial voice actor, TV character actor, and he's done all the Chicago shows. You've seen him. He's that guy. He's a writer combatant for Right Club Chicago and stage actor who's worked with Steppenwolf and Tara Bang, Factory Theater, Babes with Blades, and Second City Chicago. His newest show is The Mark of Cain at City Lit, and it's all about the creation of Batman, so make sure to check that out. Josh also moonlights as the writer-performer of Chad the Bird at the Paper Machete every Saturday at the Green Mill Lounge Chicago at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is free, so make sure to stop by and see him. Josh is also down to talk about horror movies and cooking anytime, so if that's of an interest, reach out. Our next guest is Chad the Bird. America's premier talking bird. I mean, yeah, we we know about Big Bird, but they're for kids. Chad the Bird made his debut in the porn-themed sketch show Soft Corn Porn back in 2006 before getting hired on as the avian op-ed columnist for the paper machete at the Green Mill Lounge in Chicago, where he has perched since 2010. You can find Chad the Bird ranting and raving on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube and on his weekly Chad the Birdcast, available on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Chad the Bird also wrote an article for the Chicago Reader where you can find the best snacks on National Weed Day. The Gateway is truly excited to have both of these guests. Josh, welcome to The Gateway. Thanks so much for being here. Hello, Russ. How are you? I am good. I am very excited to have you. And I know Chad the Bird will be joining us a little bit later, but yeah, I he's think... around here somewhere. We'll get to him. <laughs> okay. All right. Like those celebrities, they always have a little bit of a delay. He's to them. late. He's <laughs> in traffic. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to ask him what kind of car he drives, because I feel like as a bird, it's, it's a very important thing to understand. So, uh, but before we get that, I want to I want to kind of focus on on who you are and, and where you're coming from. So as always, I like to start these at the beginning. What, what's your background? Where where are you? How are you where you are at this point right now? Well, I'm not far from you. I'm in Chicago, actually. Yeah. Nice. Um, OK. And uh yeah, Iowa by way of Boston, by way of L.A., by way of Chicago. So like born in New Jersey, moved to L.A., uh, moved to Iowa when I was two. So I really can't claim to be a Jerseyite, but my whole family's East Coast. Uh, Iowa grew. So growing up East Coast family um, in like Lutheran uh, Midwestern Iowa kind of I feel like is necessary to explain where I'm coming from, because like 
my whole family, East Coast Jews across the board, born, raised, confirmed uh, bar mitzvah across. I'm uh, you can't get it's just this unless you found me in a river somewhere, you can't get more Jewish than me. Um, and I it sounds darker when you say it like that. No, right. I mean, when you unless you find me in a basket woven by my mother in a river somewhere. Damn. Anywho. Uh, uh, yeah, no. So grew up in, in Iowa, but it, that's important because like Iowa is a very, um, you know, conservative, but you know, at the time, mildly progressive, but conservative town. And uh, I grew up, you know, old with East Coast parents, East Coast relatives, every holiday was spent, New York, Massachusetts. So I was very loud and obnoxious to everyone around me. But to me, I was reserved because of the people I grew up with who have a much, have, we have, we have a, you know, I think part of the culture is to just say what's on our mind and, and question each other and that kind of stuff. But like growing up in Iowa, everything's just like, Oh, okay. Then. And you're like, Oh, I guess we're done talking. Usually in my family, there's more talking. Okay. So I grew up feeling like I was always crazy and, and just like, Oh, I must be nuts. But then you go to the East coast and feel a little bit more at home. So I went to Boston for school. Then I, I lived there for a couple of years and then I moved to Chicago because it's a nice melding of the two. Yeah. Uh, and then like L.A. for a little bit in there just because I needed some context, because every time I was talking about going to the arts, they're like, oh, yeah, don't go to L.A. And I was like, but why, though? And people right. were like, ah, it's terrible. I'm like, yeah, but why, though? And no one would explain why. So I went for two, three years and, you know, would go back and forth. And I was, yeah, it's fine. I like seasons changing, you know, grew up in the Midwest, so I need winter. And that would be why I came here. So yeah, uh, yeah, went to school out there. I've been an actor, a uh, voice actor in Chicago is usually was the most of what I do. Um, and that's that. Yeah, it, Chicago is just like is is a, is a confident forward city with that kind of brashness that I'm used to from like the East Coast world. But it's also a Midwestern town at yeah. its heart, which is what I'm comfortable existing in. So like, yeah, that was that was the nice pairing of the two. Yeah. Now, Josh, did you figure out why L.A. is terrible and horrible or do you have a different? <laughs> no, I loved L.A. I go back whenever I can. I have a lot of friends out there. Um, you know, I, I just thought that L.A. was too. It wasn't my speed. Like there's a there's a certain like it's not vacationy because everybody's very active. That, that was one of my, my big surprises in L.A. was how, uh, you know, health conscious everybody is but not in that like frou-frou way that we see on tv where everyone's mm. just like wheatgrass shots and i don't eat food i just drink it they're like no man they hike you get up in the morning and you move man and and sure because you're driving everywhere you got to walk and so i'm so used to walking everywhere because i'm out in chicago so uh i loved all of that uh but i just didn't like i don't know there, there, it's such an it's such a specific vibe that i just didn't i didn't connect with because everybody was like why are you so I, why are you so uptight Right. And I'm like, I'm not uptight. I'm fine. I'm, this, I'm actually calm, you know? Right. Right. It was Ren and Stimpy. It's like, Stimpy is just like, why are you so mad? And Ren's just like, I like being angry. It's fun. That's where I exist. Josh, I'm anyone who can make a Ren and Stimpy reference uh, <laughs> is, is definitely a friend of mine. And right on, man. yes, yes. I love that. So, so it, it is, is voice acting a First of all, let's define that. What is what does that exactly mean? Because when I hear that, I'm thinking you do bear commercials for Advil and stuff that's, like that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, part of it, right? That's exactly what it is. Uh, okay, okay. You know, commercial voice acting is what I do, um, and that's a lot of tags on audio commercials, uh, on uh, auto commercials, and 
on uh, game commercials. Like anytime you see at the end, somebody just be like, low APR financing, blah, blah, blah. That's usually what I'm doing. Um, Got it. Okay. Okay. Voice, I think voice acting is a little different. That's games and uh, movies and character work, which mm-hmm. I get called in for, but I don't normally get. Usually I'm, I'm the guy that comes in. It's just like, cause I can read copy really fast. So I can do like the, um, I'm not bragging. This is a, this is like a thing I didn't know I had. I'm not sitting here. It's like, cause I can read these, this limited time offer faster than most humans. Like, no, man, I just, I can do that. And so I get called in to read these like really fast warnings at the end of things or like deals, it's mostly deals, deals and tags is what it is. I see. I see. Is that um as you're reading those are there things that you're like what did i just say like hold on i know i oh man i was in we did a a car ad not too long ago where i was reading all the tags and it's all just the apr financing thing which is like low APR financing and at one point we were in the middle of it and i was just like hey scott you know the engineer right because you have to just be like scott uh what does apr financing mean (laughs) like <laughs> like I'm, I have no. I don't know what this is. I can't buy a car. I'm not gonna have one. What does this mean? So yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's um it's always fun. I'll I'll have, I'll have to call the 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 uh, the creatives or something like that and be like, can you can you pronounce the name of this model Tiburon? Am I saying it right? Tiburon. Tiburon. Nice. What not a, a car guy. Don't know enough about cars. <laughs> I'm in, I'm enjoying this thoroughly, Josh. So, so <laughs> as we're, as we're kind of then shifting to where you're at, how, um, for those of you that are listening, Josh is really good friends with Chad, the bird, who is, I would call him an eccentric stand up poet, just philosopher almost. Is that it, a fair? I think it's interesting that people go philosopher stand up with Chad. I think they're like, um, I think part of the reason why stand-up comes up is because he's he's in front of a crowd and he's yeah. talking to people and he's making jokes in quotation marks, mm-hmm. but it, you know never really the intention, right? Because like I I don't even think philosopher is the right thing. Uh, from the beginning with that, uh, you know, it was, I because I, I can I think I can speak for Chad on this one, just yeah, you know having having worked and, and done his finances. Uh, in the beginning, it was the. We, we wanted it was always like I, I just want to be a character right i just want to be a personality right mm-hmm. like an mtv vj which shows you how old i am uh <laughs> but like but like you know because knowing at the time like because this was in la really when we kind of got started working um i see okay it was how do we do like live because live video was the the platform at the time and it was mostly like cam girls um and uh you know stock market stuff and i knew a lot of you know, good friends of mine that were a lot of both of those things. And they were like, Hey, there's this thing live video, you should get in on it. And this is like pre channel 101 when which is like Dan Harmon and all those guys, which I actually Mm -hmm. did, I find out later, were a bunch of extras in a short that we shot with Chad. So at one point, Chad was adjacent to like Rick and Morty, and I had no idea. Nice. That's cool. Okay. Decades after that. Right. So uh, it's it's this like, um, we, we, they were like, well, you, you know, you could just be a personality, you know, you just chat with people online and blah, blah, blah. And so we did that for a little while and it was fine. It was, it was a lot of fun. And then come back to Chicago and looking to do something new. And uh, there was a former critic for timeout. His name was Chris Pyatt, who uh, saw what I was doing a new friends on friends and was like, Hey, do you know, you should bring Chad over and have him do something for this show I'm working on, which is a live magazine uh, in that like, this American life meets 
Prairie Home Companion, uh, dating myself, dating myself, dating myself, uh, podcast style op-eds about news stories. I mean, it's The Daily Show. It's essentially The Daily Show, but live, like yeah, in, okay. in, in front of people. Everybody comes in getting their, they get assigned a topic like a journalist would, and you read your op-ed to the crowd that's in front of you. So it's like a, an afternoon day drinking, get your news. Russ, you should come to Chicago. It's every Saturday at three o'clock. Very cool. Uh, at the Green Mill. And uh, what we do, what the, the concept was is that Chad is the avian op-ed op columnist. So he's like the word from the birds. Like, so he would get assigned a news story and then write an op-ed about it, which is what you more you most often see on TikTok and Instagram and that kind of stuff. It's clips from that show because we do it every Saturday. And so I have all this material. And it's funny watching people on YouTube being like, this is the best stand-up I've ever seen. I'm like, is it though? Is that what I'm doing? Because I get called in to do stand-up clubs and it does not work. Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. All. Uh, and, and so I had to, you know, if, if I get called in to do stand-up stuff, it'll have to be, I have to rewrite, I have to rethink what I'm doing. For the most part, the stuff that really shines is when he's asked to like do science explainers or, uh, you know, uh, just or breakdowns of things because that's just kind of what we've been doing. Uh, which lends itself, I think, really well to YouTube and things like that. But when it comes to like doing live shows, it's tricky because the show that we've been doing for so long is like, here's something I was assigned last night that I read mm -hmm. about and that you don't know about, and, or we assume you don't know about. And then I'm going to do it. So very Seth Meyers, closer look, very John mm -hmm. Oliver, that kind of stuff. So when those guys started doing those things, we had to look at like what they were saying about topics because I would end up being assigned the same topic as these guys. So we have to like, all right, well, what are they saying? Because, you know, they're the goats and you have to make sure that you're not like chipping from them or something like that. Right. But like the, uh, the, I don't know is the, is the short answer. Is it stand up? Is it philosophizing? I, I, I don't know. It, it's sort of its own, it's spoken word. I think if anything is yeah. what I would look at it as. Yeah. And, and that's where I was really pulled towards that, especially when when you very quickly can identify that you're at the Green Mill, which has the the right. <laughs> incredible history with spoken word and slam poetry and all of that stuff. So uh, I, I think some of it, Chad and, and the work you two are doing <laughs> together are really kind of uh, just a continuation of an evolution that has started specifically at the Green Mill a long right. time ago. Do you think that has allowed uh, do you think people are more willing and accepting for what you're doing there because of the space, because of what what that is? Or do you think it's just just kind of a continuation and it doesn't really matter? I don't know. I think I think it's a little bit of both. Right. Because I think mm. expectation is key. Right. Right. It, you know, if, if you go into the if you go into Zanies and this you know person gets up there and is just like, uh, so in the news today, blah, 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 blah. And there's no jokes. You're immediately going to be going like throw a pie or like do something <laughs> funny or get off the stage or something like that. And it, yeah, I think that that is a lot of it, but where I think that that theory gets widgy is now we're doing it online and mm -hmm. people are identifying it. Like you'll see in the comments, like this is spoken word. This is not stand up. And I'm like, yes, yes, that is correct. Um, and like, especially on YouTube where you get yeah. the full you know, 10 minutes on there. So you can kind of see what I'm writing and how the, the flow works. I, I get, I get more comfortable, I think when being like in the same boat as like Brabiglia or, uh, yeah. um, you know, older guys like Lenny Bruce, which is a big influence of mine. And nice. like, uh, 
that kind of extemporary Carlin is another one. Uh, Carlin, they keep talking about how like, oh yeah, Carlin was a joke machine. I'm like, mm, was he? I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, right. I think he Carlin asked, was a spoken word artist. And yes, and he asked you, for your attention. Yes, like yes. for like ten minutes, and I'm gonna get you there. I'm gonna right. give you all the the dopamine you need, but right. you're gonna have to go on this journey with me first. Exactly. Well, because he said, I think the best, the best, the best advice I ever got was from someone I never got to meet was George Carlin, and he said in an in interview, he's like, "Wow, well, you open their mouth with jokes and then you shove the truth in," and I was like, "That's kind of what like Bruce did and, and yep. Bill Hicks and all those guys." It was just like. I'm going to go off on something crazy for a little bit and you're going to take the ride because I'm very animated and very angry about something. And then I'll get to my point. And right. that's kind of what it is that we're doing. Um, it's not new. It's been around forever. I just don't think that it doesn't have the, the Kevin Hart, um, you know, cut off, set up punchline, set up punchline. Yep. That's not what we're doing. And all of my good friends that are stand-ups that are all over the board that are all you know professionals all say the same thing they're like it's not stand-up and yeah. that's not a bad thing they're, they always want to have me come on and do alt comedy stuff and then they're always like well we'll never book you at the comedy store it's never going to work over there and i'm like yeah all right that makes sense so it it is a it, or rather they'll never book chad at the comedy store <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah that's that's sort of like i think that that's it's an interesting um experiment in performance now yeah. when we talk about it just based on like what is the vibe and i'm like i i this is it's a bunch of different things it's a, it's complicated yeah now josh um I, within our podcast a lot of times we try and, and look at technology and kind of how that's affecting a, a lot of things and i, I think between biagio and myself we we talk a lot of times about creator culture and and how that that is its own industry and has been for a while, but uh, it's it's ever changing. Do you, and, and I want to talk to Chad about this too, but do you. It's always you, like being in like a, like a, like when someone's possessed, right. like, can, I, can I talk to Chad? Can you, right. can you take is over he the in the body? room right is now? Is he in the room with you right now? <laughs> He's oh. over in the corner. A candle just blew out behind me and I didn't even have one lit. That was oh, weird. Uh, eyes roll back. Right. Uh, but is that a an interesting thing for you as someone who who is in the arts and within that stuff that sometimes you you can invest a whole lot more time on a platform and and get, I would say, more feedback, more reaction, more validation, a larger audience than sometimes doing the actual traditional performance. Does that then pull from you? Does that split that you're like, I might as well just sit here and go live on TikTok because I, I get more uh, feedback or do you still want that live, that, that human to human interaction? So this is, it's funny that you bring this up. It's not funny. It's, it's uh, psychologically traumatizing. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting that you bring this up. Like, cause we've been talking about that a lot. Uh, you know, me and, and not just me and Chad, me and people that are helping me do all this stuff. Um, is this what I want to do? Do we want to go? Cause I want to go on tour next year is the, mm -hmm. the big push is that in 2023, we want to start doing clubs and again, and, and like kind of doing like a, a grassroots, it, it, we're, we're treating it like Chad for president kind of thing, but we're obviously nice. not running for office. It's just more like, we're going to take I mean, that. 
I, I feel like want that a... responsibility though, because that's the other half of that conversation. Because like, we did a bit where Chad ran for alderman, and everyone's like, "I'd vote for you." I'm like, "Please don't, please yeah. don't do that." Like, no, this is not funny anymore. No, we it's need not. To... I don't. I saw that episode of Black Mirror. I don't want that, and you don't want that either. You you want me talking about it. You don't want me running anything. Yeah. Um. So like. <laughs> Because in the end, they will never make a talking bird, uh, you know, any kind of something. It'll always be the human handler that has to do the job. And I don't want to do that. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that like we would treat it like that kind of grassroots running around campaigning kind of situation like they used to do back in the day. And we would just road trip it just because I oh, that's a romantic thing I've always kind of wanted to do. But I think that that speaks to what we've been dealing with, because when lockdown happens, 2020, uh, the blip you know, uh, when uh, everything shifted and suddenly we lost all the jobs because we had, uh, you know, up until that point, I've been doing with Chad the um, the Green Mill every Saturday since 2010. Right. Wow. Unless I was unless I was working on a show or unless I was out of town or I was on a, on a shoot or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, on occasion, I do get to do my own thing. Just saying. <laughs> um, uh, but for the most part, yeah, the majority of the time was spent every Saturday doing that show, you know, and that's a significant source of my income. That was a significant source of my creative output. And, you know, that's, that's a lot for somebody who's used to doing any, anybody's used to doing a job that they enjoy all of a sudden when it's snatched away in 24 hours, it's, it's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Um, and so we didn't know what to do. And it was like, oh, maybe now is the time we finally start doing YouTube stuff and, and check out Instagram and like, let's see what this TikTok is all about and like <laughs> on what's online dating. And so there was like a lot of that for uh, a couple of months. And then that kicked forward and started making a thing. And I don't know if it's either, or I think it's both. I think that uh -huh. there's, um, and this is after all of this. And the reason I'm prefacing all this is because I'm like, I'm still new. Like it was about, oh gosh, it was almost a year ago, October, that TikTok started for me. Wow. Okay. And it's funny because sometimes I'll get interviews and stuff and they're like, oh man, you've been doing this forever. I'm like, I've been doing this forever, not TikTok. TikTok yeah. is maybe 11 months of my life so far. And that happened real fast. And like, because it's the internet. Um, and, and I think that that kind of opened up a lot of windows, like, Hey man, this is a great way for us to do stuff for people that can't come to Chicago and see what we're up to and, and see like what we're, what, the art that we're presenting. Mm -hmm. And then it became like, well, but you can just do this and then that's it. You don't ever have to leave your home. And I, I don't, I don't think I personally enjoy that. I, I like being in front of people. I like mm -hmm. doing this. I like the reactions because then there's more, you can hear, you hear subtle nuances that you don't really hear, uh, through the comment section on a TikTok. Um, plus, uh, less people telling me what I was doing wrong, which is also really nice because the internet is great for for uh, people giving opinions as well as receiving them. Um, because you can't turn your comments off or you look like a jerk. So like, you just kind of have to sit there and go, okay, you're right. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. Sure, it takes zero effort for you to dog on me. Um, but like the the that's just a different vibe that's just a different flavor of what we're doing so like i think i think there's just really i mean i hate to say it like this but there's just nothing like the real thing right like yeah. I, I a mcdonald's uh hamburger is lovely but when you make it yourself it's it's different yeah. so i think being live is uh like home cooking and i don't mind that but that being said i also love doing video work so like all the like you know little I, what i wanted to do you know, as a producer on this chat experience 
is give Chad more things. Like I want him to do a TV show. I want him to do, um, you know, segments for, for productions and things like that. And it, it's never that stuff that gets picked up the hardest on the internet. It's always live recordings of these bits that get the most attention. And so sort of using that to further this other process that we're working on, it's still going to be like, I want people are going to still want to see that. So I think, yeah, I think it's both. I think it, it just kind of just depends on what flavor you want. Yeah. You know? And I want to jump in the conversation because again, Russ is right. Technology is my passion. And we always think about how can disrupt the world? How can change the world? Uh, so the pandemic, I, I was expecting to, to kind of digitize or disrupting in a way that you guys can continue working while you didn't have the chance to be live. But I'm curious to think about uh, if you are considering bringing your show in something like, like the metaverse, like in a virtual experience. So where it's like more uh, like the real deal, but it's not really the real deal. Right, so, right, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny because the piece I just, I just put up on, on YouTube from last week was about the metaverse, which I, oh. I, it's funny that you bring it up okay. because uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, I don't know if Chad works as well as anything other than that experience. I, I don't, again, I don't know. We have a YouTube show that we do once a month that we've been on a hiatus for, for a little bit, but it's, you know, coming back in October where it's like a Saturday morning cartoon show, but Chad is hosting it. Um, and the whole concept is Chad has hijacked all the Wi-Fi in the building and he keeps getting kicked off the Wi-Fi by other people in the building and the other people in the building are other comedians and, and YouTubers, you toily tea papers on there sometimes mm -hmm. and name drop, name drop, name drop. Mm -hmm. um, and we stream it live. So I think there is something there uh, because we can, because now that we have this, a, a buddy of ours, his name is uh, Ross uh, Girasi. He runs threaded films. Uh, and that's this awesome streaming studio out here in, in Chicago that is, is designed so that you can do, high level uh production value but in a streamer sense mm -hmm. so we have a set we have a green screens we have like professional lighting we have all the, and if you go to the youtube you can find it um it's just called the show's just called chad the bird um i think we have 12 episodes of it and it's kind of got like a liquid television again dating myself but like very old school mtv 90s frenetic energy kind of mm -hmm. situation um, I think that that kind of thing is where we, where I want Chad to be. I don't, I mean, I can maybe see him if like you're in the metaverse and you've got a little TV and you're watching him on the TV. I just don't know if a digital Chad works or not. Cause we've never actually tried that, you know, but I think within, within the construct sure why not like let's have him you know have him be like the host of i think he would work really well if you were in a virtual space uh in a, in a like a virtual uh, a, uh museum kind of explainer situation where you've got you can actually look at the space shuttle from inside the space shuttle and the whole time you've got a little monitor you know portal 2 style character floating around you and that's Chad in a little television broadcast. And you're like, this is where the, you know, the rocket ship, this is where the engine is. This is where this thing is. You know, I think that works really well. Um, as sort of a tour guide, I can see okay. that. Um, but again, 
don't know, haven't tried, why not? And oh, there's no reason why we can't. I just don't think that like the that extemporaneous conversation is is enough to sustain you in that. I think we need to be doing other things. Like I, I would love, 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 love. And if anybody out there is working in the metaverse and would love to, to try this, please hit me up to do uh, like a little tour of like space and Chad is in a little floating bubble, just kind of always at your periphery and like kind of like a clippy. If you like every like pop up like, oh, I see you're studying Saturn. Would you like to know more? Don't worry about it. And then he floats away and he gets indignant because you didn't click on him or something like that. Like I could see that happening a lot or <laughs> or you're in you're in a spaceship and Chad is the voice of your pilot or something like that. And so every now and then he pops up on the screen to be like, yeah, we have a little bit of turbulence coming up or something like that. I always see him more as like a, a guide to something bigger than yeah. the main event himself. Yeah. Well, and, and I do want to, in, if, if Chad's around, I, I know I want to, I'm not sure if he made it through traffic yet, but um, oh, I, no, no, he's, he's in the green room. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. Um, I, I think that would be as someone who works at a university and is sponsored by that, that would be absolutely awesome to have Chad the bird come and actually lead a tour of our, of our campus around. I think that oh, would be fun. So 100%. maybe we can present. Okay. If you have a connection with Chad, maybe we can make that happen yeah, it in the will... future we'll get the emails going, you know, okay. how <laughs> I know, I know, of course, of course. No, but I think, uh, that, I think that's an interesting question that you brought up, man. Like, like, I, I don't know. I, I think that like, because we're melding these worlds right now, there's a little bit of both going on. So like, I want you to experience this in the face. I want you to, I want Chad to pop up in your, you know, your, your town and, and do like a set and really kind of Carlin this thing. Like my favorite Carlin bits from back in the day were, were him in the seventies uh, in these like, gymnasiums with like uh, you know a hundred kids just kind of sitting around him just being like all right i'm here's what i gotta say and like i feel like that's like stumping like i feel like yep. that's kind of chad's deal and then if you plug him into the uh the internet the possibilities are endless and he can just do he can explain anything um but i just don't know if visually it's him just talking to you i think it needs to be him around you flying around you you know being yeah. part of the experience so yeah that's my oh. final word on that man Perfect. I love that. And I'm very excited to see what happens. But uh, is it is it possible to, to yeah, bring yeah, him yeah. out let of the me, green room? Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, let me get him over here. Uh, he's um, he's a bit he's he's been a bit of a tour tour fatigue uh, getting him. Out here. You want to come in or what's going on, man? Hang on. No, just a minute. I don't know where the chips are. So like I was thinking maybe that'd be. Oh, no. OK, hold on. What's going on, everybody? Uh, wait, is this on? Yeah, Chad, um, we hear you. Chad, yeah. well, welcome, welcome. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, this is uh, sorry, it's a little early for me. So, like, I'm like, cause like I go ham, man, and like I don't care what you say. If it's a Tuesday night or a Saturday night, we're gonna go ham, and uh, and I think that's just because you know it's that time of the year. Uh, it's like getting on full. Hey, what's going on with the camera, man? Why is it broken? Make it look better. I think you yeah, look better. Okay, I think you look amazing, Chad. Amazing, <laughs> thank you. And yeah, thank yeah, you thank for you being, being here. Thank you for being here. Um, for so we're we're recording audio. Um, so I would yeah, really such like... a good thing for a pot, like an audio cast. Be like, hey, let's make some movie. Let's make some film jokes. <laughs> right. Exactly. What's with the camera? You at home can see. 
so I, I wanna I want you to for for a moment of self reflection describe what you look like like what you think you look like. Oh, um, can I swear on this or we want you? You can. You are more right. than welcome. I look all right. So a part of me, I dress like I I was an extra in Office Space, um, and uh, I look like uh, a whipped uh, like just like I look like I just got off of work constantly. Like, I just need a minute. Like, that's, I think my, like, everybody's got like resting bitch face or whatever you say. I've got resting, hang on a second face. Like, hang on, just give me a minute. Um, and I look like a banana fuck to fry kid, if you know what those references are. I'm pink, I'm yellow, beaked. I've got these like crazy carnival circus arms that are like really stringy, um, befeathered. Uh, and I've got white glovey hands because I'm an abomination. Uh, and a sleepy stoner eyes. So yeah, I'm a bird in a, in a suit. Well, it just, not in a suit because I don't have a jacket. So like I'm a bird in a, uh, in a, in office attire. But my colors are pink and yellow. So you know I'm cool. I, I, I definitely think you are, are very cool. And, and Chad, again, uh, I, I'm very grateful for you taking time and, and being here with us today. I, I want to try and identify maybe some, some lore about you. Is there a specific bird you identify as? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you freeze? Uh, no, I, I might have. I might have. Oh, so, oh, oh, do I identify as? Oh, okay. I thought yes. you were like going to say like as a mentor, as a, as a, uh, no, a no, teacher, like physically a are you a, a toucan? Yeah. A familiar, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, am I? Okay. Okay. Um, no, all right. So I don't know. I, I've been asked this before. People always say like, you know, humans are always, you got to label things yes. or else you don't know because right. you don't have any context. Things just can't be what they are. You have to like, oh, but historically, what kind of a bird are you? Which I think is the equivalent of asking somebody like, where are you from? And then right. them being like Toledo. And you're like, no, no, where are you really from? And you're like, where is this going? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, um, I always tell people I'm just high. But like, I think the closest thing you can get is like that flamingo toucan. I've got, I probably have some tropical bird. I want to believe I got some like uh, hornbill or shoehorn bill bird in there somewhere. So you have to like fucking respect me when we talk like i love those birds on youtube because they're like you have to bow to gain this bird's like 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 favor and i'm like yeah you should be doing that ever you see a pigeon on the street get on your knees you can't fly we're your gods we're related to dinosaurs what do you got um yeah i don't know i think tropical in some form probably back in the protozoan days i like to think that i'm related to like raptors or something but it'll probably be end up something stupid like Oh, you're related to the Flopasaurus. They were these tiny little bug-like dinosaurs that didn't really go anywhere. And they just kind of like hung out and party, which is kind of cool. Kind of like a hobbit in that respect. But yeah, yeah, definitely a um, tropical bird in some way. All right. So thank you. Thank you for that. Now, one uh, one thing that I I really wanted to get out of this, this conversation is <laughs> as, as a member of the avian family, uh, phylum i guess we could say yeah yeah uh, i think we're a phylum yeah i think so that was that came out of nowhere and i think my <laughs> middle school science teacher would be really proud of me um is there something that you would like us humans to know when when you have the perspective of a bird is there something that we're missing and we should try and identify yeah learn how to drive <laughs> none of you are nailing it none of you i'm looking at all of you everyone 
I don't care what your credentials are. I don't care if you've done a defensive driving course. Who's got that kind of money? Learn how to drive. Like you've got these awesome buggies that'll get you from like, you even have roller coasters that can go from zero to 149 miles an hour in 4.9 seconds, not responsible with them at all. You need to get your shit together there, people. Seriously. Um, you're like, you're good with planes pretty much for the most part. You got that going on. You got that unlocked. You're good with space. None of my relatives ever made it that far. Well done. But as far as like the on the ground, like boots on the ground shit, no, man, learn how to drive. Thank you. Because you're gonna, you're doing it poorly. And that's the one thing we're all noticing from up in the sky, like looking down. We're like, they walk well. They even run well. They don't drive well. I actually never. The merging lane (laughs) is for merging. (laughs) Traffic signals are not suggestions okay that's why you got the law oh oh but i don't like being told what to do yeah you do when you're going 90 miles an hour and trying to get yeah absolutely you need to be told what to do you can't think that fast you're not a mantis or whatever those things are the mantis that knock the shit out of shrimps (laughs) and eat them the the rainbow mantis you're not that fast so yeah learn that's my that's what i figure all right all right um I, I never really think of us driving from a um, high up view. So yeah, yeah no, you probably... don't because you're right there. <laughs> right, you're in right. the middle of it. Like I'm doing just fine. You're no, like, you're no, not. You're not. <laughs> I promise you. Even if you're like coasting at 70 miles an hour on the fucking uh, Ventura Highway, you're not killing it because people have places to go. <laughs> you want to coast? Do it on a country road, all by your lonesome. Like two, six o'clock in the morning in your Lexus, like a commercial, like Matthew McConaughey said, only good driver in human history is Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) So is there something that you are not interested in, like as a topic, if someone would be like, hey, I'm really like motivated by this, or I'm moved by this, I'm passionate about this. And you're like, nah, this, that ain't I mean, like of any topic, like, yeah, in general. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, um, being a Nazi, not cool with it. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I have good... to say that now because like that's the internet baby um you have to preface it because we're just like oh but but like you could go on Nazi talk and really get to know some stuff I'm like why do we have that I thought I thought you humans spent a good a good couple of years saying that nah, we're not gonna do that um yeah so that'd be one big time not being um racist homophobic transphobic any kind of phobic in general except for like water phobic I do not like the idea of being in the ocean. I like being on the ocean. Do you know, I'm not getting in there, uh, but I'll talk about fish. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like American politics is a place that I just, am not, I, people ask me all the time on TikTok and you know, on Instagram, YouTube, especially, when are you going to drop some hot Ted Cruz takes? I'm like, Ted Cruz is doing a pretty good job of doing that himself. And I don't think he needs my help. Uh, so yeah, no, not really a big fan of getting into the American political landscape right now because it's not very, I mean, it's, it's interesting in a bad way. It's not as interesting as like the Australian political landscape where they're like, we have a million parties and they can be whatever you want. I think that's just cool. Uh, and Amer- I just, I don't, I don't dig on by, I don't dig on partisanship and nationalism in general. 
So, so I've I've heard just some soft rumblings that that you might be thinking of a maybe a presidential run <laughs> in twenty twenty four. Is that Hold is that on. is can you can you release that here? I can neither declare... confirm nor deny that I might because apparently anyone can. First of all, right. Uh, but, but second of all, uh, I think I think let me start with Alderman first, and we'll get to the presidential run. All right. So for those of you out there that know what I'm talking about when it comes to the Alderman thing, um, I missed the deadline for uh, for putting in my application to run for 2023. But that's not going to stop us. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push forward. Uh, so you'll hear more Alderman things from me. Uh, Viva the 69th Ward. Uh, you know, <laughs> nice. The uh, the the idea of running a country uh i played like i couldn't even handle sim city so like the idea of me doing that in the real with an entire country just terrifies me i'm very small and uh i think that's just too much for me i'll i'll run your game night um that's cool i'll plan a party that's all right i'll stump if i really think that somebody's out there doing the right thing i'll stump for you but that's it don't give me i don't want to do that much math I just want to be Captain Ron selling surfboards, making money, going on adventures. I love Martin it. Short. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go. No, I had a question for him. Uh, I just like want to know what you think about your audience. Like, is your audience live and your audience on the internet like the same? How do you perceive them? That's that's, that's an interesting funny. question. Thank you. Um, I think that when I'm live. Most of the humans I'm performing in front of are drunk, so they remember like 30% of what I'm saying. So that would be like the big divide is that they'll like remember like one key phrase and then that'll be what I get hit with the next time I show up. But if it's on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, it's always something I don't expect that somebody gloms onto, like that I say that like I didn't even realize was a thing. So I think it's like attention span because, uh, you know, with the internet, you can go back and rewatch it and pick up on stuff that even I didn't even know I was doing. So I get like a more scrutinizing crowd. But yeah, I mean, there's the difference is like, I think consumption, like also the hour of the day you're watching it, because I have no idea when people are watching it on the internet, even the analytics, which are just nonsense. I, I seriously, you're in colleges, talk to your students about getting better analytics for everything. Because it is, it is straight trash, all of it, all of it's bad. I'm looking Chad, at all of it. You don't, you may not be aware, but that is primarily what our department and in our area oh, is. Oh, all right, guys. All right, good. Couple of questions. Go like, for it. Yes, go. I have, oh my God. I, I First of all, TikTok is a friggin' mess. Second of all, YouTube uh, might be the best one right now as far as like, here's when people are watching. Here's where your For You page comes from, blah, 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 blah. But like, oh, why is it like, like trying to find the fucking arc why do i feel like indiana jones just trying to find out who's watching my shit why can't it just be like here it is there it is because i know it exists i know it's real but like i have to turn two keys at the same time i have to like know a password that i get from a friend i have to be invited into an inner circle and then i have to be on like one emailing list just to find out the age group of the humans that are watching my videos why does it have to be so secret why? Why do I have to fight for the nuclear code? Which I guess, which is apparently not so hard to do these days. I can't make that joke anymore. But like, yeah, why do I have to like have a level nine clearance to find out what my analytics are? 
is there is there something that you would really like to find uh, it, are all like nuclear codes aside and and the process within well, the i mean stuff- if i wanted the nuclear codes it's not hard to find you just got <laughs> there's a couple of places in florida that you can go and hang out and check under the bed and you'll find them they're behind the radiator but is there is there something about your audience you would like if if you could ask any question and and get the answer is there a question you would really like to know regardless of the actual feasibility of acquiring that what time what day is the best time to post anything Ah. how long how what time like that's all i need to know i mean i feel like getting to know like the majority of the audience would be really cool just to see like where are people watching me from but that i feel like you can kind of glean from like the comments because you can always tell when it's somebody who's like from indiana versus somebody who's from like like argentina because you know there's there's a language barrier but there's also like you know there's also not a language barrier somebody speaking spanish somebody speaking english somebody speaking german so you kind of glean where the general vibe is you can also tell when it's a dude uh but like also um i would love to know like what time like the majority of the people are on so that i can make sure that when i post something it's hitting everybody at once and uh also would love to know um like how long people are actually going to sit and watch this stuff for because like youtube i get it you could watch six hours and i have done that myself but like tiktok is like you could do 10 minutes now and i'm like why would anyone watch a tech 10 minute tiktok what are you doing what are you doing uh and instagram i get it there were supposed to be pictures but now it's videos so i don't really understand it so i think like amount of time and uh what time of day is the ultimate question and it shouldn't be that hard uh, who, get, I, 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 who, who gets I, who benefits from me not knowing there should there should be at least an api that allows you to get those data i'll look into it okay Thank don't you. get angry all right i'm sorry you're right it's early <laughs> Chad, I think uh, you might have just made a really good partner uh, in this one because we have many students that would be very interested in doing some research call for me, you. DM, don't even DM me. Call me. Okay, deal. We we will Get do confident. that. Get watch, confident. watch it when you are uh, presenting at a analytics conference and a very highly renowned journal as Chad the bird with some of our professors and students I think I think our world will will shift dramatically oh please I I don't know I don't know if I I I love the internet obviously because the internet is where I live and it's also where I learn but like it is it is I don't understand the gatekeeping thing because I thought we agreed that the internet was for everybody which is why it's like mostly the bathroom wall at like uh uh, like a gas station because like you know but you do learn some things sometimes from the bathroom wall at a gas station like you go in there and you'll see something you're like oh i never really thought about that and then you think about it all day and it's just, just some pithy thing like i love that you can go into a michael's and you can get like you know live laugh love and you're like the fuck does that mean but you go into like a gas station off of like i-80 and it's just like hey man you're reading the wall while you're rocking a piss and it's just like hey man sometimes things aren't so bad and you're like you know what wall you're right Sometimes things aren't so bad. I mean, you got to get past all the like swastikas and weird dick drawings, but get there. But like, that's the internet. And that's why I love it. Chad, is there, I I know, I know you have to get going. Uh, Yeah, I'm very busy. (laughs) 
I, I believe that. I believe that. Is there a way that you would like us to to follow you, to to find you, to support all of your your wonderful political ambitions, whether you do or do not actually <laughs> oh, please, run? Please don't. I'm not gonna run. I don't like. I to mean, do that. I mean, the minute the minute you say you don't, I feel like that is the first step to actually declaring actually your declaring candidacy. candidacy. So yeah, no, I guess I can't get away from it. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I'm on tiktok uh which is chad the bird talk which is t-o-k not t-a-l-k uh because i thought i was being clever and then i confused an entire like generation apparently uh and then instagram it's chad bird with a u because there's a chad bird already out there who i am not and if you find him you will know why i think that's funny because i am the exact opposite of chad bird on the instagram and then at facebook i still use it because you know like my dad's around or something uh and uh you know uh we gotta you gotta keep your aunt in, involved in like what you're doing because like your mom wants to know what you're up to and facebook's perfect for that so right. that's just chad the bird and um also you know um i got rid of twitter just because i don't think in like bits i don't know if you've noticed i have to like it takes me a bit my my mind does not have a character count like that so i'm not on twitter i know that's ironic but no uh, and then and then YouTube. YouTube's where I feel like the big stuff happens. And that's just Chad the Bird. But Perfect. if you want to email me some ideas, thebirdchad at gmail.com. There, that's my whole internet footprint. See, you pay money for a like a like a algorithm machine to figure out machine. It's just software to figure out like all of those things. Like, where is your footprint? I just did it for you right here. Boom. I just told you. That's my business card. It's not, a, you don't even need a QR code. Just ask me. I'll, Chad, I'll lay, you won't remember, but I will lay it down for you. Chad, I absolutely love that stuff. And for all of our listeners, we'll post all of those links to In a to link Chad. tree, please. Use your link trees. There's nothing wrong with them. It's not spam. It's just helpful. Chad, this has been very informative. I've I've truly enjoyed our time together, and and I think Josh actually had a had a head out a little bit. But if you can uh, pass along our gratitude to him, one and- sec. Hey, hey, they did it. You did great. No, you did great. Nah, he's fine. He heard me. <laughs> thanks chad this was so much fun and i'm sure we'll be in contact we we have a couple of projects to do for you and we need to bring you out to campus to yes, have you have you do some some tours for us and, yeah. and maybe interact oh, with some of our students cool. can i do like um can i come is there like a bar that all the students hang out i'll do yes. like 10 minutes actually yeah come do that yeah actually yeah 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 it's fatties uh they have amazing potato salad and all that stuff so yeah for real we we um let me get on that if you're if you're serious about that i am stuff, serious we'll, about that uh, okay all right we'll we'll try and and get that stuff this out was there. my serious face this is a great joke for a podcast right <laughs> <laughs> yeah chad we will be in touch more thank you so much and i hope you have a good rest of your day you too bye guys and thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of The Gateway brought to you by NIU's College of Business. Please make sure to subscribe to The Gateway. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. And if you are so inclined, please feel free to give us those five-star ratings, which help allow us to continue to bring wonderful guests to the gateway. Thank you all for listening. 
and remember to love always the promise of tomorrow today.